Hey, uh, folks, uh, this is Trek to the Holodeck. My name's Jan. I'm Dylan. I'm Darius. And on Trek to the Holodeck, we are watching every single episode of Star Trek ever featuring the Holodeck, and then we're reviewing it. And you might be asking yourself, if you're new, you just wandered in, you opened the door, and you just stumbled in, and there's three of us sitting there, and you're listening, and you're like, what is a Holodeck? I don't know what that is. It's a thing that you walk into, and... All this like hologram stuff shows up around you. It's kind of like VR and you can ask it to do whatever you want, play whatever you want and interact with it. Now you're like, okay, well, what's an episode of, uh, of the holodeck? Well, to us, an episode of the holodeck is literally any episode that we see the holodeck in. Indeed. So if the doors open as they're walking by and we see somebody like sword fighting, uh, the wall in the holodeck, we're going to do that episode. <laughs> if, uh, the whole episode takes place in the holodeck, we're going to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we judge them with a very objective, perfectly fine-tuned system called the Drask system, which Mm -hmm. stands for dialogue, romance, action, stakes, camp, and suspense. I switched camp, stakes, and suspense. It's okay. They're they're both S's. It's, I got the C in there, which is important. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, and today on the show, we are watching The Next Generation, Devil's Due, Season 4, Episode 13, originally aired February 4th, 1991. So yeah, but we chose this yeah. episode because there's Christmas content in it, but I guess they just yeah. shoved some, some Christmas <laughs> stuff in the... Free yeah, Valentine's it's the only Day. episode that we could find that has very specifically like Christmas content. I'm sure there's other ones out there, but yeah. with holiday content, we haven't found it yet. Um, so get some eggnog, get some eggnog, sit down in your chair, your ha- hang some some ornaments from your tree. Uh, yeah, get ready for the, the hot like yeah. one to two minutes of holiday content that we get in this episode, and like turn that fire on. Mm. Maybe take a nap mm. because we're about to take our trip to the holiday. Believe these simulations to be this real? Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. I almost whispered that. Welcome to the Trek to the Holiday. 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 Welcome back to Trek to the Holiday. Welcome to Trek to the Holiday ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Trek to the Holiday. Today we're going to be playing some sweet beats on this. 1 to 3 a.m. And remember, this is a listener-funded radio here. <laughs> if you're a fan of Trek to the Holodeck, uh, you're obviously not CBS Viacom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh God. All right. Well, this is uh, TNG's Devil's Due, Season 4, Episode 13, like Dylan said, mm-hmm. having aired February 4th, 1991. Uh, it was written by... Philip Lazebnik, 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 and William Douglas Lansford. Hell yeah, guys! William Douglas Lansford 
is old as hell. He's like real old. Really? Like he's how, old school. How like he old? wrote on Bonanza old. Like Holy that's how old shit. <laughs> yeah, like it's so weird because I was looking at his memory alpha page and he did like a lot of stuff in his 60s. And then it's basically this episode. Like they're like, hey, you know who we need for this? <laughs> Get us William Douglas Lansford. He'll help fill out. <laughs> they were like, we're doing we're doing this Christmas episode. Find the oldest man you can to write this. Like <laughs> Let's get him in here right now. Man, he was 90 when he died in that in 2013. Wow. Dang. Thank you. Um it was directed by Tom Benko. Benko. Usually an editor for a bunch of TNG and DS9, 40 plus episodes. He directed only two episodes, this and Transfigurations. I I don't know if that's like a vote of con- like Ah, uh, shit, we don't have a director. Well, Benko can do it. He's he's edited, like, <laughs> a whole series worth of episodes. Like, yeah, I don't know, though. Like, remember when he did Devil's Do? <laughs> and <laughs> he's really like, specific about Crafty. He's, like, in his editing room, and, like, there's a knock at the door, and the door opens, and he's like... He turns, and he's like, is it... Hi, sorry, not a lot of people come in here very often. Um, what's up? And they're like, well, um... Do you need a director? Is that what you're going to say? Because I, 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 oh, I, no. I would love to. be to. clear, no, 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 <laughs> oh, no. That's no, no, no. not what we're and here for. Like, I, oh, they close oh, the door oh, okay. and the guy behind him's like, did you ask him? <laughs> no, he predicted it. I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to make it seem like that. And then he opens the door. He's like, hey, are you guys, do you guys need a director? I'm sorry. I just, I overheard you saying <laughs> <Yeah>. something. <laughs> oh, we were saying that you, we definitely didn't need a director. We definitely. Oh, oh okay. And, and then they're like, then they're like, Maybe, you know, Jonathan Frakes has been saying he wants to direct. Oh, yeah. So maybe we should just, yeah. let's give him a shot. And then, like, and that's how Jonathan Frakes got his start. He shuts the door <laughs> and you just hear, come on, Tom. Oh, fuck. Good to go. Good to go. I also, I also like to imagine uh, these two episodes, this and Transfigurations, he directed it, right? So, but he also edited them. So he's in the editing room and he's talking to himself like the director. <laughs> now I think we should probably cut it here, but I don't, I don't think that the cut would look good here as an editor. Yeah. But I think it to, for storytelling reasons, you yeah. should probably make <laughs> we cut here. <laughs> and somebody, he always get, we can't have Tom do it again. When he was cutting his own episode, he went, he had to go to like, therapy for a month. <laughs> the producers walk in and they're like, like silently and they see him talking to himself. He's like, oh shit, we can never give him an episode ever again. <laughs> slowly shut the door. <laughs> Maybe he couldn't like all the shit that editors get to complain about when they're, when they're cutting, like this fucking director didn't get enough footage. He's complaining like, about himself. Oh, this is okay. This is okay. It's not okay. We're not wrapped. You're not fucking wrapped. <laughs> He's like he's like at the crafty table the next the next episode complaining about him and the guy's like, Hey, didn't you direct that episode? Okay, that's you know, yeah. beside the you point. You shut the right? fuck up and he just, <laughs> <laughs> just leaves. Oh my god. That's he's incredible. like denying it or or, or he's like he pretends he has no memory of it. He's like, I, I don't I know, know what you're, you're talking, talking about. about. You're talking about <laughs> <laughs> I'm just an editor. Now you directed that episode. Mm. Sorry? No, I but I had like a week off. I slept through it. Have you tried these celery sticks? They're delicious. 
<laughs> Anyways, Tom Benko, we I enjoyed the episode, so yeah. you did yeah. an okay job. Thank you. Yeah, uh, sorry. Thanks for letting us riff on you. Yeah, we love And also, you. thank you for editing all those episodes. Yeah, right? Like yeah. Some, some really stellar episodes in that list, so thank you. Um, and music is by our friend. Ron Jones. Ron Jones. Ron Jones. I thought we were going to do like a Robert Picardo thing there for a second. Just like Ron Jones, Ron Jones. Ron Jones. <laughs> Ron Jones. Ron Jones. Ronnie J, as we like Man, to call him. This fucking killed it again. Killed it this episode. Like five minutes into this one, I was like, this is Ron Jones. I, I know this is Ron Jones. <laughs> this is so much. We're it's just, so much. I think we should just transition to like the dedicated like Star Trek composers podcast where like we just 100%. judge how good the music is for every episode. Right. <laughs> We can still use the Drask system. We'll just have to come up with music specific uh, uh, categories for them. Yeah. Yeah. Drums, uh, rattles, uh, air guitar, air guitar. Air guitar. <laughs> which is a made up, it's air, not a real air, instrument. No, 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 it's not. It's, it's how air guitarable is this music of this episode? I really like that. I think that's perfect. <laughs> There's an S instrument. What? Snare. Snare. There's a snare. We separate it from sound. Let's just do sound. Sound. Sound design. Sound design. Well, no, it's just the music, though. I I think sound. Yeah. Just a blanket. How does it sound? Uh, And the C is is basically the opposite of what the camp is for us. It's it's cello. So if cello, if if it it has (laughs) zero cello, it gets a zero. But if it has cello, (laughs) it's a one five. There's no in between. Yeah, there's no in between. It's a thumbs up or a thumbs down, basically. (laughs) And then Um, the last S is. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I want to hear the last S. Well, I I don't have one. I was just like, it's just something that is very specific, like music terminology, but we none of us can disagree on what that means. So we can (laughs) still always argue about one of them. Is it sibilance? What's 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 an S word? We're just like, I don't know if it had. And we can call it. We can call this spinoff, courtesy of Emmy in the chat, soundtrack, with in all caps. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) Uh, it's incredible uh anyway (laughs) back to it uh we got our shout outs yeah good guests we got uh marta dubois as ardira ardra 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 that i knew that ardra (laughs) ardra passed away a couple years ago this is like her her thing though like on imdb this is the picture that they use it was she, she was familiar. so good. I'm kind of surprised she didn't yeah. do anything else, or she did especially do other since, things, but nothing like big. Yeah, especially since at the end of the episode, she's like, "I'll see you soon, Jean Luc Picard," and Never. the Vataxian <laughs> corp system is like, "Nope, actually, no. you're in prison forever. Sorry, that's <laughs> sorry, you're, you're not getting out." I also love how like how attracted everyone is to Picard whenever it's like a Picard and somebody else episode. Even like Q is just like. You, my sweet boy, Picard, like you are. (laughs) Her character felt very much like Q. Like. Yeah, it felt like a, yeah. To to the point at one point, somebody's like, is this Q? And I'm like, eh, Q doesn't care about contracts. Because the writer, I'm sure, was like, we got to address this real fast. Is this Q? (laughs) Q's hate contracts. This was like a spec script that somebody wrote and was like, basically just ripped Q off. And they got it and they were like, did you? Did you just rip 
QAF? And they're like, no, because Q doesn't like contracts. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's a contract in this. <laughs> it's definitely not a Q, whatever that. I don't know even whatever, know what that is. What's, well, you should know what a Q is because if you want to write for Star Trek, you should know all the characters. You should have at least watched the first episode. It's the, well, he's um, the all I know like, is my character's really good and original, so take it or leave it. Uh, Ardra, not Q. <laughs> Q presumably is a dude, right? So right there, <laughs> yeah. completely different. And they're like, here's $20,000. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, hate, I hate to jump quickly over this next guest star, but the guest star after it has so much that we need to talk about. Yeah. That, uh, Thad Lammy was the devil monster. Really Great lo- job, Thad. Love the devil loved, monster. Uh, this is also like his thing. Love the name. Like you did a great job, but we got to move on to Tom McGee. Tamagi. Tamagi was a Klingon monster. And Jan, do you wanna do you wanna give us some background on Born him? in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, <laughs> and trained to become a martial artist, Olympic weightlifter, and gymnast. In 1982, he won the Canadian and the World Powerlifting Championships in the super heavyweight division. And two years later, he won the Mr. British Columbia bodybuilding title. Following his time as football player for the BC Lions in the 1980s, that's football team, <laughs> McGee also won four Lewis Sir World Strongman Contests during these years. He was placed second as the World Strongman Contest in 1982, fourth in 1983, and fifth in 1985, which is a pretty linear fall, by the way. Like, Holy yeah. like, shit, yeah. In the late 1980s, McGee had a brief career in the World Wrestling Federation after he won a match against Bret Hart, another Canadian legend, named as a successor to WWF champion Hulk Hogan. McGee had several matches on tour throughout the years, but lost many. (laughs) He returned to Japan and ended his wrestling career in 1989. Tom McGee, thank you so much for being the Klingon monster. Yeah. Yeah. How like for seventy three seconds? Not even that. <laughs> how sad must that be though? Like to loot to get second place in the world strongest man contest, right? You get second place, you're like, fucking next, next year, year, here we go. I'm gonna get first, <clears throat> and then you get third or fourth place, and you're like, all right, it's okay though. Like I'm oh, still think, in this. I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a year <laughs> off. I'm gonna train. I'm gonna like. I'm really make gonna sure bulk that, up. Like, I'm really gonna bulk up and do this. Fifth place in 1985. Fuck. Oh, fuck. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm a wrestler now. <laughs> I guess it's over. <laughs> I wonder what he did because the WWF now E is very much like, oh, you're going to be our guy when they do things like, oh, you're going to succeed Hulk Hogan. You know, like you're in the lineup. You're yeah. booked. You're going to be, we're going to create storylines around. I wonder what happened behind the scenes that Ooh. Vince McMahon was like, sorry, McGee, if you're lucky. Maybe you'll play some sort of like Klingon bullshit monster and start to the next generation. I don't know. Cut to You're not gonna be <laughs> <laughs> that like weird <laughs> in a very very wrestling esque costume too. Yeah. yeah, I was expecting him to get all like to do some crazy shit. Also, the makeup is really gnarly. Kind of scared me when when he first showed up. And it it, mm-hmm. it is really good makeup. And in my mind, recalling it, it feels like it moves a lot. But probably a lot more than it actually did. Just wet. feels like there's a lot of spittle going on. Yeah, oh, yeah. a lot of spittle. Do you think? Do you think McGee did it himself? Do you think he spittled himself? Like he was oh. like, push, push, push. that was his acting. He like thing. he was like, gotta have spittle. You gotta have the spittle. Tom Tom Benko saw the playback and was like, 
pulled him aside. Hey, Tom. Uh, this, we have the same name. It's <laughs> kind of crazy. Too. Yeah, crazy. that's nuts. I'm Tom also. Um, so it, your mouth is looking a little dry, you know. Uh, so I was wondering if you could just is spit just spit as much as Tom you can. McGee, Tom McGee's like, you sure the editor's going to be uh, okay editing that? And, and then Tom was like, hold on, let me check. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be good. He's going to be good. Gonna be did, did you just turn around and just... Look? You just whispered to yourself? I've got a... I have like a direct link to him in my ear, so I'm able to conference with him. <laughs> All right, Tom, just get get out there. Slap him in the ass. <laughs> <It's just> like... <laughs> um, okay, guys. Um, moment of truth. Is this episode worth watching just for the holiday content alone? Absolutely. Well, in yeah, my I'd, I'd watch the cold 100%. open and then yeah. inject. Yeah. yeah. Just because... watching, watching Brent Spiner do Scrooge, it's kind of great. <laughs> It's really funny. He really gets to shine and get fucking real weird. <laughs> I want to see his production of Scrooge for sure. Oh, oh me too. Of a, a Christmas Carol. All right. This week on our our latest segment, we're doing this week on where we give one of us thirty seconds to explain what happened in the episode, so that we don't fuck about with it for the rest of the episode. The rest of this episode. This week, we have a very special contestant coming from Los Angeles, California. Darius, how are you doing? Welcome. Welcome oh to the studio. God, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Do you, do you have anyone that you'd like to shout out before we begin the, the contest? No. Oh, no. Darius, I want to make this really, really clear, okay? So just pay attention. You have 30 seconds to okay. recap the entire episode. After so 30 seconds... You're out of time. Like, we're not, okay. you can't go over. You can't go over. I know. I watched the last couple episodes, okay. and uh, the last two contestants did a really great job, and yeah. I feel like I'm going to fail epically. Uh, do, you, you know what, Darius? You can't be negative. You, you can't be negative. Isn't that right, everyone? Right. Ooh, there's like a right, crowd. Right. I don't know if I, yeah. I don't know if you guys can hear, but there's definitely a crowd here. Hey, Darius, audience. can you talk to the editor and make sure we get some <laughs> crowd noise in there? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. One second. Yeah, he said it's cool. <laughs> you just you just turned around and you, you turned just kind of yeah. you just talked to yourself a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I got a direct line to the editor. Okay, oh, okay. Uh, that's, that's cool. all right, all right, all right. Cool, let's cool, put cool. thirty seconds on the clock there, Jared. <laughs> Jared. Jared. All right, cold open. We got uh, we got Brent Spiner, Data playing Scrooge. Then we come across this planet. The planet uh, has uh, some stuff going on. We find out that they signed a, a thing with what we find out is like the devil for them. It's saying that like after a thousand years they're going to be enslaved by the devil. And this, so then we go and Picard takes them on in court. And Data's the judge. And Picard's like trying to find some cool ways to get through it. And Data is like nope and then Picard finds how they did the magic trick the the devil person and then the devil person's not the devil person they're just a con man. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Oh my God. Great job, Darius. Great over job. So much stuff there. Yeah. yeah you have two, two extra points. <laughs> too, it's too bad nobody bangs in this episode because those yeah. last two seconds, uh, that's where I like to throw in a somebody, <laughs> somebody bangs. bangs. <laughs> <laughs> but as usual, Picard's like, I will not be banging. Yeah. <laughs> I'm John oh, Luke I forgot Picard. To mention, oh, damn it. Damn it. I forgot to mention John Luke Picard. Uh, says that he is the captain of the you know, of the Starship Enterprise. A bunch, like a bunch. It's like, look, I'm captain of it. Okay, uh, it's, I'm captain. It's it's in it's in the. <laughs> I got a password and everything. This is 
I mean, the, this is Discovery's like uh, Discovery has the this is Starfleet. TNG's is my name is Jean Luc Picard, the captain of the USS Enterprise. USS Enterprise. Like, and that's why the song's so good. The yeah. the Jean Luc Picard. Yeah, it's it's great, and he says it a lot in this episode, at least three or four times. Well, there was a bit that you said in the recap. Okay, so here's some. I think we have to talk about a little bit of trivia here, just to get okay. things going, because it contextualizes yeah. this episode. It's trivia. It makes us so much sense when I read it. Gene Roddenberry had this idea for the original series in the '60s. This was mm-hmm. totally. a TOS episode yeah. that just never got made. Yeah, and. <laughs> They took it off of the pile of scripts to like pitch on mm-hmm. for TNG season two. Couldn't figure out how to make it work. Season three, they had another writer try to work it. Still couldn't make it work. Season four, they give it to Phil. Phil takes a crack at it. He like changes all the names to like match the right characters. Presumably, you know, Kirk is on Luke. Spock is Data. Bones yep. is Riker, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think so. And then they address the Q stuff. And then 14 other writers take a crack at it. What oh the God. fuck? 15 people <laughs> rewrote this script. Whoa. And it still comes off as like, yeah, this is just an original series episode. Like, it's very much <laughs> like, hey, what if the devil had a planet? That was my first, my first thought was... When when we me and Darce watched it together, and my first thought was, these aliens believe in the devil. Like they have a concept of religion, like their religion. They have a devil. What the fuck? And <laughs> like, and not only that, like an all powerful devil. Yeah. <laughs> and and a thousand years ago, things were so bad that they're like, I mean, fuck it. I'll take a thousand years. I'll just <laughs> I'll take. A th- we'll just figure things out. You we'll know, do a thousand years of figuring it out. We'll just figure yeah. it out. It's fine. They they've had a thousand. I'm not gonna years. be alive. I'm not gonna be alive when they when they take us. Yeah, as slaves. So <laughs> screw it. Fuck like it. Our our great 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 grandparents did sign a contract with the devil, and in two generations, the devil should be coming back. Are we gonna do anything about that? That's what our grandchildren figure. Yeah, they're gonna be dead. That's like the best. This is the best episode, like analogy for climate change, where like everyone's like, "Totally, I think I'm gonna be dead by the time it hits." So fuck it, whatever. Yeah, whatever. No problem. They took the deal. They took the deal. Deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. They took it with the devil. Deal or no deal with featuring the devil. Next episode should be like the actual Ardra shows up. And then the Enterprise comes in and like, fuck, actually, we can't help. Like, this is an all-powerful being. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> like, they're halfway away from the planet and they get a call, a distress signal. <laughs> like, hey, um, the real Ardra's here? And... They're like, are you sure it's the real Ardra? Sure? Like, we're we're pretty combat. sure this time. We're, we're pretty sure it's Ardra. You remember last time? That did not go over well. Yeah, yeah, no, no. We did all the things. We did the court well, thing yeah, that you did. It, we get it. We, we, try, we, we did all of it. Yeah, we get it, we get it, we get it. Okay, well, we're gonna because like if we turn around and we get there and it's it's another fake Ardra, Jean Luc's gonna be pretty mad. Jean Luc's gonna be pissed. Jean Luc gets mad. I feel like he gets mad in this episode quite a bit. And there's a moment where 
I think he's kind of a dick to set like a lower decks person. Not a dick, but just kind of like a, I need to get to the bridge. Like, excuse me. And there's a point. There's a point where it's right at the beginning. Yeah. Data and Picard are walking back from the holodeck. And they're like, okay, we're going to go our own ways. And Picard leaves to go to the bridge and just cuts off an ensign in the hallway. <laughs> Doesn't up. see the ensigns there. And just. And I think this happened just on set. Didn't know that they were that close. Walked away and you see the ensign like, <laughs> like wide-eyed, like stopped so that it didn't run into Picard. Patrick Stewart and then kept walking. I like to think that everyone who is not like at the top, everyone in the lower decks just think, thinks Picard is a fucking asshole. <laughs> just because whenever they interact with him, he's like, excuse me, excuse me, get out of my way. I'm like, excuse he, me. He, it's like he doesn't see you. And if he does, he just hates you. He just <laughs> like, <laughs> he's that kind of uh mentor where you're like, I just want him. I just want his approval. So bad. Like me. He doesn't even know you exist, dude. I know. I, <laughs> I know. Oh my God. <clears throat> yeah. He does get a little, I, I, I like to think in my head, that not only is he mad about the situation, but he also hates magicians. <laughs> like maybe like as a kid, yeah, a magician totally. did something and he was fooled. And then somebody's like, uh, no, Jean-Luc, that is, that is called a magic trick. It's like bullshit. What, mama? Bullshit. What? Pardon? <laughs> Pardon? No, he made, he made the rabbit disappear. <laughs> it's like, I still like no, Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc Bacard uh, didn't speak French. And always had a British accent yeah. as a baby, and his parents are like, "We don't, we don't know why his, his he has an accent." <laughs> and then he and he like came out of the womb being like, "My name is Jean Luc Picard. I'm the captain of the USS, the USS Enterprise." USS Enterprise. <laughs> what? what is he talking about? Yeah, what is he talking about? <laughs> I love imagining yeah Jean Luc Picard's parents being like, "Oh, oh, oh what is he talking about?" And just. <laughs> The most stereotypical French people ever. And he's walking around like a little baby Jean-Luc. That's why his brother hates him. It's like he doesn't even talk right. He doesn't even talk right. He's, it's like he's not even French. Like We don't know like, where he came from. He's literally born on a vineyard. This is like the ideal position for any true French person. God. French countryside is perfect, perfect climate. It's incredible. And he comes and out. And he's like, fuck this. I'm going to go to space. I'm going to get as far away as possible from this. <laughs> I, I hate this. magicians. I hate magicians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I also would like to point out that the scared alien guy, his name is Jared. <laughs> Jared. <laughs> the moment I Jared. heard it, I piped up and I was like, is that dude's name Jared? Jared? <laughs> it just wasn't a common name in the early 90s. So Phil <laughs> and William Douglas Lansford were like, yeah. yeah, we'll put a little accent on it. I think I think that's fine. That's yeah, right. 30 years well, later. Kinda, <laughs> well, uh, on top of that, Dylan, that made me like when I was watching this, it kind of bothers me a little bit when in Star Trek, they don't do anything to the aliens. They just make him dress different. Like, uh, yeah, he was just a dude thing. with like different clothing on. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like, I'm now just, I've now decided that whenever we have alien species that just look like humans, but aren't uh-huh. that like some weird freaky shits happening under all the clothes. <laughs> like, they got like 20, the, 20 the hearts. They look like humans, right? It's like, mm, I mean, you ever, you ever peeped inside one of their bodies? <laughs> <laughs> like no, what? what? Why would I have done that? 
Why no reason. That? No, I mean, not that I have, but if you, you always do. say that, you always say stuff like that. <laughs> like you've looked into places that you're not supposed to look into. I'm not saying I have, but if you ever get the chance to, man, wild, really wild stuff in that body. I do like to imagine <laughs> that part of the reason with that was like they they didn't have a makeup uh, like um, like the main makeup person that week. They were out on vacation. They're like, we're only gonna be able to do the the crazy Klingon nope, and her eyebrows. And I was like, it. oh fucking great. Okay, I direct one <laughs> week and I don't get a costume. I don't get a fucking makeup crew, huh? Really funny, guys. Yeah, the, really the, funny. The guy who's talk like, to the director. Guess I'm doing the makeup myself. Good thing I majored in makeup in college and I minored in editing. Now look where I am. <laughs> the the guy who plays Jared comes up to Tom and is like, "Excuse me, sorry, I didn't mean to bother you, Mister Director, sir. Um, <clears throat> am I going to be having makeup for this alien character?" Oh, and Tom looks at him and is like, oh, "He's like." They haven't put makeup on you. He's like super stressed out, maybe like smoking a cigarette. He's like, they haven't put makeup on you yet. What's going on? All right, come with me. And he like grabs him, walks him all the way to makeup. And he's like, why does this guy have makeup? And they're like, nobody told you he's not supposed to have makeup on. He's a, He doesn't have makeup. And he's just like, just like vigorously smoking. He's like, I can't handle this. I, can't, I just can't handle I can't, it. I, 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 I got to go talk to my editor. And <laughs> just like leaves. <laughs> it's just you know, euphemism like I gotta go talk to the editors whenever he just disappears <laughs> we're working Where on another he? episode you've only directed one and that's done we're we're working on another we're working we're, on another episode we're trust me on one. yeah trust me <laughs> we're working on one. does he smoke normally not as an editor he does smoke as a director as though. a director he yes. a lot as a director yeah he, sometimes it's really he's got weird to walk in on him and he's editing an episode where he directed because, like, there's a cigarette off in the corner that he kind of puts down when he's not the director. And then immediately goes to it and grabs it and goes, ah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if I like that cut. And then puts it's it back not down. not really working for me. Yeah. He's like, honestly, I just got to take a breather. I got to walk out of this room because I can't handle it. Walks out of the room. Comes back. He walks out of the room. Somebody's in the hallway. Can't believe this guy. Can you? Can you fucking <laughs> joking me right now? And the guy, like, opens the door, looks in there. Comes back. There's no one in there. Yeah, of course there Basically. is. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking empty suit. Yeah, you, you're telling me, buddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, Devil's Do is going to beat the Icarus Factor in terms of like weird bit lore that we were, you know, <laughs> were building. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. This, this another fun trivia piece. Uh, that blows my mind. Devil's Due was the highest rated TNG episode since Encounter at Farpoint. Which which means like what? fewer people watched Best of Both Worlds parts one and two, <laughs> for example. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why do you think that is? Like, do you think it was the time of year? You think like well, people are just like, oh, you remember st- The Next Generation? I've heard it's getting like good again. Maybe I should go like what? check it out. And they like went back four years later after the first episode and we're like, just happens to be the first episode everybody watched yeah. again. <laughs> and it's like the most TOS episode ever. Like, nope, so same shit. Still shit. Same bullshit. Same, shit. Yeah. <laughs> same bullshit. Uh, um. it's, it, it, February was sweeps. There was sweeps in February. 
back in the sweeps days of TV. Mm-hmm. You guys know what I'm talking about, sweeps? No. What's sweeps? Sweeps week were when sweeps, the ratings sweeps, agencies sweeps. Would, would log. Obviously, ratings were always tracked, but ad agencies would take the ratings from sweeps week and they would use that to determine the cost of advertising on a show. So Got if it. your ratings are high on sweeps week, you can charge more for advertising. Sweeps. So often so shows- they cook the books. Well, <laughs> they might have cooked the books or a, a channel will like hype up episodes more or they'll get yeah. like special guest stars or do cliffhangers and, you know, all kinds of things, tricks to get more people to watch. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it was to just make the devil in it. Just put the devil in it, I guess. But this could have been a, like a Halloween episode also. This is like a just a holiday episode, I feel like. Been, I also yeah. like. I also think like to imagine that they took the cold open to this from a different episode like there was an episode yeah. that was like very heavily like uh scrooge themed or something like that or like was like based off of a similar idea and then they just scrapped that episode never did it and just took the cold open and threw it in here yeah because this has nothing to do with the episode not even I metaphorically it, I, I, I think I at one point picard tries I think at Does one he? point Picard's talking with Data, and he's like, "Well, you know, like how in the holodeck you were Scrooge, and you were mm, you were trying to figure." He's like, "I did not get it." But he's like, "And <laughs> and Data's like, um, that's interesting." I have to go, but no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I have to go talk to uh, Jordy. <laughs> like, ah, I well, think it was can't. during the uh, the the moment where he was like, "Picard, I think she's right. You probably don't want me to be." the judge in this situation. Oh <laughs> my God. I love that moment. It's like, look, Picard, I'm fucking, I'm a robot. I'm cutthroat. I'm vicious. I don't think you got a strong case. I just, I, I'm not, I'm going to hold back. Who else, who else would it be? Data? <laughs> <laughs> that moment was so weird because like he came up to him and it, yeah, he basically said like, I don't think you want me to do this. The, the thing may not go in your favor. And, and I feel like Picard would be like, are you suggesting that we like rig this arbitration data? What <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you telling me that? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If it's I know, me, yeah. I know a guy though. I know a guy. And Picard's like, is it Jordy? Because that's the only guy that you know. <laughs> that's the only person. <laughs> no, it's not Jordy. Is it Wesley? Is it Wesley? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. If it's what? Spot, I swear to God, Data, if you tell me it's Spot, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> when Data's like, hey, we, we should maybe not it be me. And Picard is really prejudiced. He's just like, well, everybody on this planet's a dumb piece of shit. Like, <laughs> It's like, well, I bet there are people who are like, this is just normal tectonic stuff. Like. It's just a coincidence. Like, are we supposed to believe that presumably billions of people on this planet are like, fuck, it's Ardra. Fuck. I Shit. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. I love to think Picard, like, outside of the show is just like an elitist asshole who's like, this planet is full of just fucking idiots. I don't know what to do. I can't deal with it anymore. It's so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. They're just so dumb. <clears throat> also, I love the... Um, when they're when him and Data hop in the shuttle to go <laughs> to oh, the God, planet, I, I love that bit. It's a fucking closet. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't 
I guess I hadn't seen shuttles from TNG in a while, and I was like, well, "How did they get in there? Did they have to like they get shuffle?" More spacious eventually, yeah, right? Don't they? Those are the early models, which are basically yeah. the same as the original series models. Okay, with Somewhere just carpet it switches. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's you know it's kind of like a closet, but like you have like light, nice soundproofing. There's a lot of space in the back. It just don't. I like it. I'm a fan. I just forgot that they were there because like. And then, yeah. And then the Enterprise disappears, and they have to fly all the way back down to the planet. And Picard's probably in his mind being like, "I thought this was just gonna be a one way trip. It's so fucking cramped in here right now. I'm so goddamn hot. That's only and, I only asked for one uniform. Data, turn your fans on. You are overheating like a motherfucker right now. Actually, I run at a more optimal <laughs> setting. My positronic, my neural net. Performs at a higher efficiency when as thirty-five degrees Celsius. <laughs> um, yeah. It is funny. That's a funny little bit. There are a few moments in the episode that are pretty cute, mm-hmm. like like when when Picard is like, "It's just a bunch of magic," and Worf's like, "Um, dude, fucking <laughs> Feckler was here, uh, <laughs> who is the demon god that." punishes the dishonored in the underworld and picard's like probably not though like I just care. you could just do that with like hollow emitters or something like that <laughs> yeah it's like oh yeah right no you're right cool cool, yeah, cool, cool. i wasn't cool, cool. i didn't piss myself i wasn't scared shitless <laughs> i have to use the restroom <laughs> i have to use the restroom <laughs> excuse me <laughs> sorry excuse me, excuse me I'm just gonna... yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be tricked by that i wouldn't be tricked by it absolutely I be tricked not. by it I'm not, what, I, what, do I look, what do I look like? A Ventaxian? Like a stupid so fucking we're, Ventaxian? We're Klingon. We're so smart. We're smart. We're smart and we fight good. We fight good. Um, there's a moment, <clears throat> Picard, Jean-Luc, um, really acted a lot of these lines incredibly well. Darius God. pointed out while we were watching them. And one of my favorite lines is when he's they're arbitrating. And he spins around and he says... Did she not even pick up one piece of trash? <laughs> and like puts his hand up and does like the whole thing. <laughs> it's just like you my favorite, did it. My favorite acting the shit out of a moment from Picard in this episode wasn't even a line. He was in his quarters like doing research <laughs> and it was him sipping a cup of tea. <laughs> and he just like, he really like, I don't know what he does, but he really acts the shit out yeah. of sipping this cup of tea. <laughs> And you know he's had to do it like ten times, and this is the tenth yeah. time. And, and Tom's, Tom's like, like he's over, <laughs> he's overthinking. He's like way overthinking, like how you actually drink tea because he's done it so many times. He's like, okay, so I pick it up and pick then it I put it up here, and then I put it to my mouth <laughs> and then I drink, and then I. <laughs> jo- Jonathan Frakes is watching, you know, like right behind Tom Bank. He's like, hey Tom, I think we got it. Nope. Tom's like, oh, you think and we got it, Johnny Frakes, like- huh? You think you th- maybe you should fucking direct an episode, huh? Maybe, you know, as a director, I know maybe I have a relationship with my editor and I know what my editor needs. And what my editor needs is Patrick to sip it more slowly. And Jonathan Frakes had leaned over to him and said, I think we got it after the second take. Because Jonathan Frakes is already like getting himself ready to be two takes Frakes. And then 15 takes later, he's like, hey, Tom. And Tom's like, zip, zip. Fucking zip it, man. I swear to God. I swear to God, we're going to recast you if you don't get the fuck out of my face. Okay, but you're not going to recast me. I'm I'm Riker. Like I, I have the power 
to. I don't have the power to get, edit I you can, out, I but can I can have, talk to my I can guy. Have my editor edit it out. Edit you out. <laughs> That's basi- why. That's why Riker is barely in this episode. Barely in this episode. Yeah, because they had a beef. <laughs> he basically like David Finchered this whole uh, tea drinking. Riker sequence. actually, Riker actually had a lot of lines in this episode, and uh, Tom just like edited out all of his lines. That's why we just get a lot of Riker looks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's the one line where he's like, "We're not impressed with your magic tricks." I love that line. I love that line because he's like. Get the fuck out of here. This, this is, is Starfleet, Starfleet bitch. <laughs> yeah. and, and Picard's like, all right, dude, like, relax. It's all right, buddy. Yeah. It's all right, buddy. It's going to be okay. Okay, but like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't, I don't, I don't like, like it when they make... just come on our bridge and they just do stuff. I don't like that. That's rude. That's it's rude. rude. I don't like it when they make fun of you, Mr. Captain. <laughs> Mr. I, Picard, sir. Mr. Picard, <laughs> They don't like when they make fun of you, Mr. Picard, sir. Okay, would you go take a nap, all right? I, I, <laughs> there's some nice said sleepwear in the in the closet. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> this is a lot of fun. It also, you know, definitely shows its age big time. Just it's just hard to over, like. It's not that interesting to like. What if a planet signed itself to signed to deal with the devil? I guess mm-hmm. is the pitch. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like in 1960 when people cared a little bit more of that stuff, maybe. But this, we're more interested in like complex stories. This honestly feels like a Twilight Zone episode in space, where like they wrote a Twilight Zone episode where like a town signs a deal with the devil or whatever. And I liked the special effects though of her like zapping herself in yeah. and out, especially felt like she had a felt like she had a um, mobile. Uh, Personal transport, transport. <laughs> especially, <laughs> especially when Picard starts doing it, and it's rumbling, and he's like, "You can see that fucking smirk behind his eyes of like, why don't you stop it? You could stop it, right?" And she's like, "Well, no, I kind of like it actually." And he's like, "Will allow me," and fucking like snaps his fingers. He's like, "Check this out, I can fucking do it too." Which, by the way. <laughs> Picard totally was like, okay, when Q does it, he use, he snaps his fingers. It's real cool. So I'm going to do that. So, I'm going to do the snap. snap and you Q's, yeah, Q's watching is like, fuck yeah. Good job, good Picard. Job, Picard. Yeah, you good make job. a great Q. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there's a whole sequence in the arbitration where Picard is basically like calling her out by questioning uh, the the guy uh jared and was like (laughs) so you guys she like helped you guys had peace like immediately right and jared's like no it it actually took us some time to get get to that point and we created a new a new constitution and picard's like yeah so like she advised you for the constitution right no we kind of had a council that did that whole thing (laughs) and then like everybody it it just keeps going and going and it's just like all right we get it no she wasn't really there for that either and then she just goes like but you, you do believe that i that I, I i helped right and then you see it in his eyes he's like fuck i don't want to but yeah i still believe i still believe it <laughs> yeah, like a thousand years you called just, my bluff yeah devil lady <clears throat> yeah i love jared he's my fave <laughs> When when they when he like loses, no no what happens? Uh, Ardra is like called out or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he like dramatically gets. He's like fuck, <laughs> he, like walks into the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But then, and then later Picard's like, um, hey, Jared. And he's like, what, uh, what? He turns around. Like, he didn't leave the room. I thought he was leaving the room in frustration. He stood in a corner. But, but no, he was just in a corner like, uh, I'm so fucking, so Jared, come on. So uh, you're just the leader of these people and you blew it. So And everybody was watching. Stupid. A robot was the judge. A robot. Arbitrated. So, so embarrassed. There's a moment. There's a moment, I think right around that time, and this actually might have been the same time, but where Picard just like literally pops into frame, like yeah, slinks, yeah. like pops. I can't remember exactly where it was, but I was like, oh, Picard's here. What? Um. Data also does that at one point too, but it's a little slower. Picard's saying something and Data just like, just kind of slips into frame right behind him and is just looking at him. It's quite good. Vanko's doing it like, he's like, I've always like... You know, I think the directors should just like have a little bit more fun. You know, like the frame is a painting, but also it has movement. You know, it should be more dynamic. He's like, all right, Brett. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to tie a string to your wrist and I'm going to be off camera. I'm just going to pull it a little bit when I want you to slink in. All right, ready? And then, and then they finish the shot and he goes like, Brett. That was awesome. Thank you. Like you did such an amazing job. I hate to say it, but I'm pretty sure the editor's going to cut this. I don't want him to, but I think he's going I'll to. I'll fight for you. I'll fight. I, for I'll you fight though. for you though. Yeah. I'm going to be in that room. I'm going to so. be in that room. I'll be. I'll, I'll have your back, Brett. Oh my. And, God. and then Brent Spiner's like, it's Brent, but okay. Okay. I'll make sure to let him know. I'll make sure to tell him that that's your name. I'll make sure. Um. Right. Any anything else before we? Uh, I think we, we take picked this pretty clean. Yeah, yeah. We uh, can, let's do it. Yeah, cool. Let's take a peek in the archives. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Enterprise D, ten forward. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Uh, hey, Pert. How's it going? Hey, how you doing? I'm um, good. I'm good. What do you think about my new? Uh, get up that I've got going on Ooh. right now. Got a little kimono mm-hmm. with some shorts. Yeah, they're pr- looks like some sleepwear. Oh. Aren't you supposed to have your uniform on? Uh, it's casual Friday, from what I've been told in my department. I'm not sure about other people's department. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, this is my new sleepwear line. I don't know if you've ever been in Picard's quarters while he's sleeping. Uh, no one, no one goes to Picard's quarters while he's sleeping. Would we, have you been in his quarters while he's sleeping? I can neither confirm or deny that. Um, anyway, then why'd you ask me the question? Well, just if you ever seen what he wears to bed. So, um, yeah, yeah. You okay there, Lopek? You, you're a little pissed off. Yeah, seems like even though you're, I do you're not broken, feel not emotions. emotions. I do not feel emotions. Wait, it looks like Tom. there's steam coming out your ears. Uh, are per, you all right? That is illogical. Steam does not come out of Vulcan's ears. Well, it, was a, it was a phrase. Just because but... they're pointy? Is that what you're trying to say? All right. Okay. Up, I buddy? think you're a little mad, actually. <laughs> to be mad would require an emotional capacity. Okay. Well, wh- what's up? Yeah. What's going on? Oh, nothing. Are you... Okay, come are on. Are you having you, your, you can't your just time? Barely like that. What's going on? Are you doing the thing every seven years or like... No, I am not ponfaring. Like I said, I do not need to ponfar. I have plenty of... Anyways. Okay, yeah, I don't... You know how Lieutenant Commander Data was the arbitrator in the Ventaxian court case with Ardra? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
I am simply astounded that I was overlooked for it. I mean, Data's an android, and he kind of has all that information. Yeah, he knows everything. So it makes, and he's like very, very like impartial. He's going to make the right decision. Well, I am a Vulcan, Tom. I am quite impartial. And let me add uh, that when I was at the Vulcan Academy before I transferred to Starfleet, I minored in Ventaxian court law. That's a thing. Uh, that's a very niche subject. It, it was. Everybody laughed at me for choosing it, but I found it very interesting because of situations like this, which arrive, uh, arise quite frequently how on many, Ventax. How yeah. many people were in Ventax your classes? Uh, there were three of us, and most of them were doing it just to up their grade point average. Uh, that's not the point. The point is, I this was likely to be the only time in my entire life where I could put that minor to use, and I was overlooked because, once again... There is an android on the ship. Usually Vulcans are the ones that are called in for this sort of thing. But yeah, no, yeah. an android I mean, is aboard. I mean, they are the most impartial. I, I understand your qualms. Um, maybe you need to take, like, a nice nap. Have you slept recently to I, just relax? I, are you trying to get me to wear that outfit with the gray hair and the... Bell at it's the not top like an hat. outfit with the gray hair. It is the newest uh, line of fashion from from my Pert. fashion line from Pert's Fashion. Pert, why do you have why do you have mannequins right next to you with these outfits? And why did you sew gray hair into the hat? Well, okay, because these are all based off of our favorite um, our favorite captain Picard. Uh, and our our favorite data, who I recently not my favorite. Okay, well, is that yeah? Is that is that Deanna Troy's uniform? And as well as Deanna Troy's uniform, you can look like your favorite officer. Are you saying that Deanna Troy is always wearing pajamas? pajamas? I'm not saying that. Uh, what I am saying is that they look and feel incredibly comfortable. I don't know what she sleeps in because I've never been in her room while she's sleeping. Like, I've never been in Picard's room while they're sleeping or Data's. I don't know if Data sleeps, but I've never been in there while they're sleeping. So I wouldn't know. You are using air quotes a lot. I'll tell you what. Am I? I felt like like I've been sleeping a lot lately because I've been, like, really energized and honestly... Nothing bad has happened to me the last like week or so, you know? Like it's what feeling you, good. Wait. Like I feel like I'm doing good. What do you mean nothing bad has happened to you? Did you sign a contract with Ardra? Yeah. Did you sign an NDA or something? What do you mean? Why would what, I what do, you, what, do you, what do you mean sign a contract? What do you mean what do we mean? You were inhabited by that demon lady. What? No, I wasn't. She used her transporter hollow emitter technology to take over your body. Yeah. And make you do dumb tricks. Weird stuff. It honestly made me, it it made us feel really uncomfortable. You did a lot of really weird stuff in front of us. Why are you lying to me right now? You drank a gallon of plasma lubricant. And then you did. What? Yes. And you you said another. And then Crusher had to bring you back to life. And then you started doing the choo-choo dance down the you're, hall. You were choo-chooing. 
No. You did seven decks of choo-chooing before wharf security detail put you in the brig. Stop. Guys. Okay. You're making me feel like I'm crazy right now because I, I have no memory of this. I'm just having a hard time because this seems like exactly the kind of thing that you have been wanting us to see. Yeah, it's happened. Congratulations, yeah, Tom. This, we I, believe this has you. not happened. You know what has happened? I was assimilated by the board. Would you stop uh, with you the board? You know, refused to believe this that. This is something that we saw that happened. We saw it with we, our own eyes. We, there, there are I have no memory of this. None. But you pl- have plenty of memory of, of the collective. Yeah. Yes, and it terrifies me every night. Okay. All right. You, I, am, I am glad that you are having better sleep now. Well, if you are having a hard time sleeping... Make sure to to come to deck yes, to deck I, three. I will, Bert, I will buy I will buy the the gray hair outfit. The data. The you data want the data board. one? Okay, give me one yeah. sec. What size okay. are you? Because I've got like boxes. I'm right full in between of these. a medium and a large. <laughs> no, you gotta. I can't just like I can't do a meat like but you right can in replicate between. Replicate me right in between. <clears throat> no, I only replicated large, right? small, medium, and larges. I, I didn't replicate anything like. Could you replicate me right in between a medium There's and a no large? There's no replicating. I, I, I used all of my replicating abilities to make ones. So Tom, I, I will take a, a Troy in. Is there an extra large? I can replicate that for you. Thank you for replicating for me. Of course, of course. Anything for my... What the fuck? Come on. No, it's just that I can only take special orders for the bigger sizes. I've already yeah, okay. replicated a bunch All of right. small mediums. All right, ranges. I'm out of here. Do you do you think do you think he realizes that really that stuff really happened? I don't know. I'm a little worried about him. Maybe he wants a Gordy sleep. Jordy sleepwear. Jordy sleepwear is really good. I don't know if you've been in his room when he's sleeping. Uh, uh, by nobody himself. has been in anybody's quarters, Pert. Okay. Holodeck content, very short. Pretty much but short. still not bad. I already talked about it. What yeah. a set. Seriously. Uh, did I, whenever it's, a set I think is they found set, this set, right? They must have. It's, it, it's yeah. got to have been on the Paramount lot or something. Yeah. I'm like Scrooged or something. <laughs> or just, I mean, there's got to be a Scrooge set anywhere. Uh, right. And I also love... It's, just, it's a Victorian or whatever set. Uh, I can't remember. Victorian. Dickens, Victorian, I don't know. How many episodes are there where we jump into a data doing something scene without any knowledge that Picard is watching and then cut <laughs> and then to Picard and he's like, you're doing a great job. And and it's just like, were you in here watching the whole time? <laughs> this is the second one we've seen. So yeah. I'm sure we'll see more. This one you, went off better than in Emergence though. Because in Emergence is like, honestly, Data, I can't fucking see anything. <laughs> And this I was, love emergency that. was later. Yeah, way emergency later. was late, late, late yeah. Voyager. So that was <laughs> when, when Data was getting into like <laughs> mid-century like set design and like Brechtian yeah. stuff. I, I do. You know, we always see Data and people doing stuff that's public domain of the as of the 20th century because for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But you you said this thing earlier. I think Dylan. That made me think, like, why they they would really just be doing Harry Potter. They would just be right. <laughs> they would get in, in the holodeck and they would be like, "Oh yeah, I'm rec- I'm reliving all seven the books, books of of Harry Potter." Oh, which one are you on now? Yeah. I want to order the Phoenix. It's kind of like a slog. Getting through Dude, all who this. Who are you playing? Who are you playing? Um, I started out as Ron, but then I realized Ron probably wasn't the best character for me to be playing. So now I'm playing Harry. <laughs> 
right. Most people, also, most people play as Harry. I also took a track, a track, uh, like a, a shot at Cho Chang, but I, that just wasn't really vibing <laughs> yeah. for me. She's yeah, really not just, in the book enough for me. I, I was serious black. And then after he died, I just didn't feel like I could be him anymore. Oh, you should play. I have a mod that just lets you play as serious the whole time. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, cool. I just modified very, the program. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Thanks, you, you Tom know, Harris. You, you know you can do that, right? You can just you can just modify the programs. <laughs> you can just check, you don't even have to use the real lines. What? No. Hollow. No, you, hollow. <laughs> hollow Potter. Hair. Hollow deck. Harry Data. Harry Data. And, uh, <laughs> and the Deathly Holodeck. Somebody reads. They're like flipping through stuff, and it says <laughs> Harry Data. That, that does not sound I'm like not, something I'm I want to look at. <laughs> Imagine um, Brett Spiner popping up with the glasses <laughs> and the whole thing and being like, Hello, I'm Harry Data. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, dude, what the fuck? I'm just imagining <laughs> Data interacting with Ron as his best friend. And Ron like, oh, another bad sweater this year is like it is illogical to it's like fascinating you do not appreciate the gift from your mother yet she works so hard to provide for you there's nothing more human than i guess unappreciating a gift from your mother i too shall try to be uh unimpressed with gifts <laughs> okay, so here's my question we're only going to uh, rate up until the point where they walk out of the holodeck, well, right? You see a little we're bit. We're not going to have. You see a little bit <laughs> in the hallway. A little bit. not going to any of the rest of that conversation. No. no. Correct. Absolutely. Did anyone, did anyone spy what holodeck they were in? Oh, I should check. I can check it. I'm going to check. I do like to know which holodeck stuff ha- happens in. I love that. I love it when they use the, the direct dialogue, es- uh, especially when. Um, it's it's stuff like Dickens or Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, no, it's so good. And Brent Spiner, it, it I feel like he probably loves these episodes because he gets to like get weird, do a little bit different stuff. Yeah, as Data, you know, holodeck. It looks like three, maybe. Yeah. Eh, it's not a big deal. I was just asking if somebody knew. We don't have to look it up, guys. No, I want to find, find out. A guy, I like to it. know. <laughs> I, holodeck one. I think it's holodeck one. <clears throat> Okay. Anyway. Do, do you guys think there's like a bad holodeck that nobody likes to use? It's Harry, yeah, it's Harry always broken. Like, Harry, it's where he does his Harry data. <laughs> I imagine it's always broken and it's like on the bottom of O'Brien's lists to fix and he can never get to it because things just get keeping right thrown when he gets on top to it, of it. He like puts a screwdriver into one of the panels and it's like, uh, O'Brien, we got a huge fucking explosion and... <laughs> Over here, a replicator exploded. Can you come fix it? Can you take care of it this time? No, we don't know how to. Nobody knows how to fix them. (laughs) All right, I'll be there in a second. And then he walks. He walks out of the holodeck and puts the caution tape back on. (laughs) Guys, like uh, a guy has like eight people coming to a birthday party on the holodeck, and it's like it's holodeck one. He booked it and. They're all standing in front of the door, and he gets just like, oh, oh what? Uh, they, it shouldn't let you reserve it if it doesn't work. 
I, I was I was very hesitant about reserving it because I had known that this has been broken, but I was like, oh, it's letting me reserve it. It must be fixed. Sorry. I saw O'Brien coming from that direction the other day. So probably he fixed it. It was the only holodeck open at this time. I should have known. So what are they gonna do? It's a Friday at 5 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you wanna do you wanna maybe go check out the other holodeck, see if there's there's not gonna be. Like where it's gonna be at least a 45. And we have to hope that somebody doesn't make their appointment. I'm imagining the racquetball courts for some reason. <laughs> do you think that do you think that like somebody's had like they got to take a dump, like, really bad. Do you think, like, somebody has, like, been like, I'm not going to make it. And, like, they're next to holodeck. They're like, computer Bathroom. toilet, quick. <laughs> just like, Please specify what kind absolutely. of latrine. Just fucking just give any, it. Any kind. Just any uh, porcelain. Hole in the ground. Or 1,000 types of porcelain. Please. Give me a hole in the ground. Give me a hole in the ground. <laughs> And then, like, boom, they, like, they don't make it. They're just super embarrassed. They shut the door, and then O'Brien comes in and is like, why is the caching tape ripped up? Opens the door, and it's like, oh, man. God damn it. Who did this? I swear to God. Somebody walks by. He's like, you all right, O'Brien? Somebody. Oh, God. That's it. I'm transferring. I'm transferring. Fuck I'll this. take. I'll take this. The first thing I see on deep deep space nine. I'll do that. I'll fucking like, do that. He taps his badge. Uh, Picard. Picard. We got. We got a problem. What is it? I don't have time. Somebody took a dump in uh, holodeck three. And Picard's like, "All right, I really I don't have care. time for this." Bye. <laughs> Just like hangs up. Oh man. So. So just a real quick rundown, because there's not a lot that happens. Um, Data is doing the first, like, not the exact first part, but very close to the first part of the Christmas. Is it, was it a Christmas? Carol. Carol? Yeah, the Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. uh, where he's Scrooge, and <clears throat> he's going to sleep, and then the ghost shows up for the first time. And what? then Picard comes in. Well, he's already in. Picard interrupts him and it's like it's great good job data and then they have a conversation about method acting as they exit the holodeck yep i i completely forgot that uh marley is in this scene pretty good effect by the way yeah and yeah. he is portrayed by william glover uncredited thank you william great job but, uh, yeah nice and spooky good job super good job, spooky William. all right william glover should we rate this baby let's do it Dialogue. I think it's good. I mean, it's it's hard it to is be Dickens. A Christmas Carol. Yeah, it's Dickens. You use yeah, you use Dickens, so you can't really give them credit for writing that part. But it's still good dialogue. True. And and I, I do like this positive interaction that Picard has with Data. And Data's like, "Thanks, but I think I was a little forcing it when it comes to being <laughs> he's super, scared." He's super self-deprecating. Like, but you know you're trying. You you observe yeah. people. I feel sweet. like Data would be the most self-deprecating of the people on the ship, especially in this situation. Where, like you did a great job, Data, and he's like, "It's still not fucking human. It's be- <laughs> I'm not a human. It sucked. Don't so just stop. Patronize me. Yeah, stop blowing up my ass. All right. I have yellow skin <laughs> and yellow eyes. I'm not human. I feel nothing. 
I lie in bed for eight hours pretending to sleep. My cat, my cat hates me. <laughs> it views me as a piece of furniture at best. So I'd really appreciate it if you told me the truth, John Luke. All right, it was awful. All right, that was really fucking mean. I'm done. Thank I'm you. not doing I'm these done. lessons anymore. Because <laughs> like he really is becoming more emotional. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll give it. I'll give it a three. I was gonna say a three as well. Yeah, I think three is pretty good. Romance. Oh, bromance. Oh, bromance. There's really no romance going on here. It's a zero for yeah, me. Yeah, goose egg. Triple zero. Action. Picard comes flying out of there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cuts it's that a zero. <clears throat> There's no action. That's a zero. I yeah, can't, I, can't, I agree. Actually, you know what? There's a little bit of... No, I was going to say, like, the effect is good of Marley, and that is a little action-y. I'm going to give a point five just for that. I'm going to go with zero. I reaffirm my zero. Suspense. I guess we don't know if Picard's watching yeah. <laughs> for a few <laughs> seconds. There isn't any. There's uh, zero. There's no suspense. Zero. 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 Camp. Big old five. Big old five. <laughs> Big old five for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brett Spiner kills it with his like super high pitched like oh crazy. <laughs> his trilly R's. Yeah. yeah. And the set is so good. The outfit is oh, so totally. good. And the they really spent too much money on this section of this episode, considering how short it is and <laughs> yes. how nothing to do with That's the, why even the story. I really think that they found this set. They they probably spent no money on this. Sure. And they they definitely found this costume in the costume archive at Paramount. Like <laughs> I think it's really fun his costume when he's walking around the, the halls. I think it's really fun to imagine being on a starship and occasionally when you're walking around, you're going to see somebody in some crazy fucking outfit. And it's not going to phase you at all. Like, you're just going to be walking around and somebody's going to be in, like, a a crazy fur hat and, like... <laughs> they went to the Alps. Yeah, they went, they to, went the to the Alps. Alps. Yeah. And aliens come in the ship. They're like, why are they dressed like that? What? Oh. Uh, it's it was even huh? a holodeck. Yeah. It's a holodeck. You should listen to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a... Pa- oh, boy, do I have a podcast for you. <laughs> All right, stakes zero zero zero. That was beautiful, wonderful. Okay, great. Computer, quick, calculate those numbers for us. Calculating one point three six one. That's got to be last place, right? Uh, No, no. There's there's worse. Yeah, I think we have a sub one, don't we? Yeah, we do. Which was uh, that? Outrageous Okona, because we just hated the comedian <laughs> yeah. scene. And Second Contact, because it's just, there's barely anything going on there. Yeah. Um, so it ranks below the Abandoned and above the Icarus Factor. Oh. Yeah, it's slightly better than the Icarus Factor, for sure. I love the Icarus Factor. I, whenever I think of the Icarus <laughs> Factor, I still think it's Ambojitsu, and it's yeah. not. <laughs> it's not. If it were Ambojitsu, it would be awesome. way up there. Yeah. With manhunt, maybe. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That was great. That was a fun one. That was a fun episode. I I enjoyed it. Really fun episode. Um, uh, Merry Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. Happy holidays for for everybody else. Everyone. And and, I hope you're you're safe and, um, you know, just for real, be safe, though. (laughs) With everything going on, uh, the COVID cases spiking and stuff, like, please wear your mask. 
Like, if you can stay in, stay in. I know it sucks. Just do it for a little like, bit longer. Let's. We're just. We're almost there with with the with the vaccine. So let's just like let's try our hardest. So if you and everyone, please stay safe. If you need something to do and you're able to stay home, you can listen to thirty of these podcasts. We can keep you yeah, company. There's so many. While you're yeah, we keep company for like two days. <laughs> Um, yeah thank you so much what are we going to listen to next week oh right I think we had one planned right something for New Year's yeah oh it we was did. year of hell and I forget it was year, year of, of hell. hell yes so <laughs> next yeah next week we're going to do year of hell even though there's I don't think any holiday content in it so mm. it's just going to be a special episode where we get to have fun because this year's been kind of hell kind of kind of been a year of hell I think that we wish we could pretend never happened yeah. so don't get me wrong though there's a lot about this year that I've enjoyed. Even oh yeah, some great podcasts came out. And we're gonna Pretty watch awesome. both parts, right? Part one and two. I think so. We part should. one and part two. Yeah, let's just go and watch. It'll be still be the same same uh, length. episode length. Yeah, yeah. But let's watch them both. An hour and thirty seven minutes. <laughs> you could sp- you could you could subscribe to Trek the Holodeck on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll- so that you can listen to all thirty episodes of them. And then when more than thirty episodes come out. You'll get the ding saying like, there's a new episode. Go listen to it. Check out our Discord. We have a lot of conversations there and a lot of meme sharing. And it's just mm-hmm. tracked to the holodeck on Discord. Hell yeah. Uh, the computer yeah. voice was provided by Bar- Verona Blue. Thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks. Uh, check out our Instagram. Uh, we have an Instagram. Our link tree is on the Instagram. The link tree will take you to our Discord. It'll take you to our Twitch channel. Um, if you're not watching on Twitch and you're just listening to the podcast, we record our podcast on Twitch uh, on Saturdays, normally at about seven. So check us out then. Um, and as always, no, 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 wait. no, 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 one more. You no, can't, you can't fuck no, it all up. What the fuck? There's another we one. Have a, we have a, we have our theme song. Oh, to bank. shit. Uh, Bodyline uh, uh, did our theme song. Um, you they use with permission of uh, Midwest Collective. You can check them out on Bandcamp. Yeah. And as always, um, Viacom CBS, it's the holidays. So maybe we just uh, uh, let everyone watch Star Trek for free for like a month. That sounds awesome. I second that. Yeah. And go fuck yourself. Yeah, because we're a fan podcast. Go fuck yourself. We're a fan (laughs) podcast and we're doing this for fun. We're selling your God stanged product. So. Yeah. I think that was pretty good. I think we got it. Do you 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 think think we nailed it? You think we got it? I think so. Or do you, you think you, we got should, it? should we give it another go? <laughs> Hold or? on, let me talk to the editor. Real should quick. we do another take? Should we do another take of the pod? Now the editor said the editor says we're good. So cool. Oh, great. Perfect for everyone listening. I edit the podcast, so that's the joke. <laughs> One take. Um, <laughs> break. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for listening. I'm transition. He could be like twenty take Frank. He could be any take Frank because that's his name is Ryan Take. Thousand take Frank. You spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 